One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. rolling holy shit all right everybody welcome back to bottom of the barrel welcome holy back. shit hey, what a podcast thanks for having Dial me back like three. so yeah i, I was born Please. in 1961 oh what? <laughs> you want to hear my life story so you had to wake me up first <laughs> this is bottom of the barrel i am chris ramsey this is wes barker and this today our prestigious guest is none other than david williamson uh, and i can prove it he does have the lanyard to prove it David Williamson, uh, you're a legend. You're an inspiration to not only myself and Wes, but a lot of a lot of comedy magicians out there. I mean, you're uh, you're the one guy out there showing people that uh, magic doesn't have to be right. You know? I don't even consider myself a comedy magician, but yeah, I'll, I mean, you know, if people laugh, that's good, right? Really, really, I don't. Is that a thing? I, it is. I, you know, I didn't know that was a uh, subcategory of magic. I thought I was a magician. I wanted to be like Darwin Ortiz and yeah. David Roth and yeah. Derek Dingle and Slidini and Al Goshman. You're not. These are my heroes. Del Rey, right? No shit. And uh, so I started performing, and I was as boring as a lot of them. You know, when I first started. Well, that's the thing. We, like, then. Sorry. I saw Tom Mollica okay. at his bar in Atlanta when I was 21. I thought I was hot shit. I wanted to be the Lance Burton of Denny's, of close-up, of you know, restaurants and stuff. But then I saw Mollica. Well, did you say the Lance Burton of Denny's? Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was what I was, That's basically. fucking sick. I wore a tuxedo, and I walked around to supper clubs. And, you know, I'm, you know, look at me. Look what I can do with cards. I love it so much. But uh, And then I saw Mollica. And I wasn't making any money. Nobody's hiring me. I didn't make any enough tips. Because yeah. I thought it was about me and how good, how much I practiced. Sure. You know, and, but then I saw Malika, who's a clown in the best sense of the word. Yep, yeah. A great magician. It's like being in the ring with Tyson. I was beat up with comedy and magic, oh. and I couldn't breathe. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And then everything changed after that. So a flip was switched, and the lunatic that was always inside me with my brothers and cutting up and all that. Yeah. I never let that into magic because I took magic too seriously, right? Because all the people I loved were serious. Right. Paul Gertner, Darwin Ortiz, the, John Carney, serious students of sleight of hand. I wanted to be one in that club. But I was this gangly, wild, feral child, you know, grew <laughs> up in post-tornado Xenia, Ohio, looting uh, shop, you know, <laughs> shops and kicking cats and things yes. like that. I was on a life of crime. But magic pulled me out. <laughs> and... Uh, 
<laughs> Wild. Anyway, that's what happened. But it was Malika who kind of went, oh, I see. I can have fun and do magic. Yes. Then it to be boring. So yeah. Did you, did you and Malika was, was like, almost like clown-like as well. Clown. In a lot of his demeanor. Who's that? Uh, Malika. Oh, he was a clown. Was, in fact, he painted clown. clowns. I mean, he loved oh, Red right. Skelton. Yeah. And he, he's all about clowns, yeah. you know? He was a clown. People yeah. get the wrong sense for the word clown. I think a lot of people. No, classic clown in the yeah, best sense of the word. Clowning is dope. Is no, is no, not scary clowns that pull children into yeah. drain pipes. Also, you know? yeah, there's dope, that too. Yeah, clown as in Jerry Lewis. You know, somebody who yes. you know, could Jerry really Lewis make you that. laugh with physical comedy and. So okay, did, when, when did you did you realize early on that you're like okay, I'm leaning into that? Like there is a whole genre called comedy magic out there. Or, well, then I you... never worked a comedy club in my life. I never see. What? That's what I'm saying. I did magic. I saw myself as a magician. I got laughs. My life is a lie. And right I, now. when I was, and here's the other thing, wow. people saw me at magic conventions, where which was my uh, experimental uh, lab. I'd go crazy. I got, uh, like, I, I I did crazy stuff. I pick people up over my shoulders and stand <laughs> up on the table and slam, you know, and open <laughs> people and give old ladies wedgies and spit Hell milk yeah, on dude. children. I mean, I went crazy. And Harry Anderson. Summer slam. Harry Anderson was at the back of the room once when I went nuts one night. And he was like, he walked up to me and gave me a hug. Call my agent. I want you on my next sitcom as my neighbor and all this stuff, you know. Yes, Every time I've gone crazy, I get more work. But then I would start, and then I would go to the corporate world, and I had to conform. But that's right. where the money was. So I worked cor soul-crushing corporate for 30 years. Did and you I get had, it? raised so a family and had a life. And I was kind of funny, but I wasn't the same... Yeah. It ruined me. Did you get well, any of that? Wait, hold on, hold on. Sorry, did you get any of stuff? One second, one second. He <laughs> said something very important. It, so you're saying the corporate life, obviously it's not for everyone. No. Obviously it's something, I was it, never, it is I was so never crushing. comfortable there. I was like, <laughs> I did it for the money. <laughs> yeah. And I did it for, I didn't have to go live in comedy condos. and. How uh, different do you think your career would have went? Stay up late, huh? How different do you think your life would have went had you... Oh, I think I'd be more... Uh, famous like, and rich yeah. and all that. If I either that or like in a ditch doing eight balls or something behind a dumpster. Like I mean, it could go either way. It's showbiz. It baby. could have been that too. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I was always afraid. I mean, Daryl got me high once uh, the first time I went to the Magic <laughs> Castle, and I made a fool of myself <laughs> and I swore off and I never did anything after yeah. that. Yeah. So. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah. Were you performing? Well, here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's get into it. I was 18. All right. Amar and uh, Daryl were 21. They snuck me into the castle every night. They went around the kitchen door, stand here about by the dumpster, and they nice. open the door, and I go in, just don't drink anything. Don't act, don't act stupid, you know. Yeah. So I got oh, – and then on Sunday, Amar did his lecture, and he goes, hey, you should get my friend Dave here to audition. He says, <laughs> and, and then they go, okay, go get your leisure suit on or whatever, you know, and come back. <laughs> for, and I was staying in Daryl's shithole apartment, and uh, – they got me. Daryl goes, uh, do you like art? And I go, I'm going to be an art major. <laughs> you know, he took me to see Caligula and Behind the Green Door, which was playing 24-7 nice. oh on uh, Hollywood Boulevard. And I came out of there like, like the producers, you know. I, I'd never seen porno before. He got, they got me high. We went to Hamburger Ham at Max Maven, Earl oh Nelson. These guys were sitting there, and I kept playing with Max Maven's, you know, little jewelry hat on. The, and they're like, who's the stiff? <laughs> oh, he's all right. He's from Ohio. But anyway, I came through the curtain in my audition, and all the old men were there. Vernon and you know, <laughs> yeah. all those guys and oh. I like got so scared I like shit the bed and it was <laughs> yeah. awful and they go don't call it bad yeah had a bad had a it bad was experience awful. it was awful uh, <laughs> probably for the best yeah it's better it's better when the first experience is terrible and you yeah. don't want to do it, it again. was bad and then it took several years and yeah. then Bill Larson's had it been somewhere. euphoric 
this might have been a whole different conversation. You know, yeah, what I mean? the yeah, first it, time it you're like, bad. it was great. It was, I wasn't ready to do yeah, it. Yeah, it was amazing. The f- my first time. Let me tell you, you did. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. I, wasn't <laughs> I didn't get high for the first time. Until I was 31. That's true. Really? No one needs to do 31. Who was booking? Get high the who was booking time. then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just my you friend your and life I was in a basement, dude. Uh, <laughs> he was 31. Yeah, it's just my mom and me. Yeah, wasn't good, but that's funny. It was bad. So you're from Ohio. Yeah. Born and raised. Yeah. Pretty much. What part of Ohio? little town called Xenia, Ohio. It was wiped out by the tona- tornado in 1974. Oh, wow. Fucking thank God, eh? Yeah. <laughs> no? Is that not? Okay. Thank God. Right. Well, no, it was, it, uh, that's where I grew up, and I came up to Magi Fest every year. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Since age like, of 12. Because this thing's been going on forever. Did you talk to Lance Burton? Yeah. yeah. I went up to him when yeah, I was. Yeah, fuck uh, that guy, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I told <laughs> you. I went up to him after I saw his act when he was, you know, yeah. won the competitions. I didn't know who he was. Yeah. I thought he was like Channing Pollock. I thought he was going to talk like this. Hello, young man. And I went up and I go, so Mr. Charming, Burton, dude. I just wanted to say, it was the most amazing act and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, hey, Dave, you remember me? We used to throw cards <laughs> at each other at the Magic Fashion when we were 14. I go, Jesus, you're that skinny. Yeah, he does have like a southern twang. He does. But it's also, you know what? You know what it also is? It's a southern charm. Because that it guy really can tell is. a story. He's, it, say what you want. You know, he's getting, he's getting a little fuzzy, whatever. He's oh, on yeah. stage and all of a sudden. Boom, he's got the crowd in the palm of their hand talking about ducks or whatever he's saying. Sure. And he <laughs> brings it home, dude. He the, does. He, 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 he knows, knows what he's doing. He knows. He knows how to use you who he is. You can tell when it's like, oh, let's wrap this up, and yeah. here's the punchline. Yeah, I, oh, I, I saw it. I, I heard it. I was like, you know, where's this going? And he's like, ah, he knows where this is going. And he brings it home with either a laugh or like a whoa moment, whatever it is. He does. He's good. He, but, okay, so when you... When you, when did you decide was it was it because of like your family and stuff that you're like I'm gonna go corporate make money or did you never have fame and riches in your side? I never or? had fame and all that in my I'm life. sure you made I, bank. You've you done know, really well. You know, I no, I perceived two paths: comedy clubs like Matt King and yeah. I, people I knew were working comedy clubs. The comedy magicians, Michael Finney, and at the time uh, some of these other guys. And I saw what they were doing. I was like, they're on the fast track to fame and fortune. Yeah. I, get, I got that. Because that's where you're going to see producers and pick up TV gigs and all that. Showcases. That's what I want. Then I had other friends who were doing the corporate route. Paul Gertner and Bill Hurst and yeah. people like that. I go, they're getting a nice paycheck. They're not saying comedy. They're saying four-star resorts, eating good food, <laughs> going to bed by 10, yeah, having, a, be, having a normal routine. life. You know what I mean? And I went... And I was married. I got married very young, you know, and we wanted to have a family and all that. I go, I'm going to do this. This looks like I can do magic yeah. and, okay. you know, not have to deal with showbiz. And I could just do magic because I never. Which is true. It was Vernon. It was like, if you chase fame and fortune, they will both avoid you, you know. Uh, yeah, it's because he wasn't famous. I believe that. <laughs> I didn't want to be famous. Harry Anderson <laughs> was famous. He was miserable. Yeah. No, yeah, I get it. He couldn't walk down well, the street. I didn't know and that. For, for the time in his life, he, he just hated it. You know, he wanted yeah. to move to Ireland at one point. Wow, just to avoid, like, the public. Yeah, he couldn't go out and just couldn't do dumb things. people, hey, in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, that's my I joke. know. <laughs> but I had my, I love my little touches. I went to L.A. and. There was a point in my life where I was in L.A. a lot, all these TV projects. Uh, I was chasing Bob Iger's secretary around at the top of the Disney building with my raccoon, wow. and he was calling his producers. And the woman who put Regis with Kathy Lee and brought Who Wants to Be a Millionaire loved me, and she was had all these projects lined up for me. And all my friends were like, I've been trying to knock on the front door. How did you get up to eighth floor and all this stuff? And uh, she died of lupus, and then all her. Uh, then somebody else came in. What a okay. what a punchline! Yeah, <laughs> stuff like this. It's crazy. Yeah, but what, crazy. What, what, what if one of those things <laughs> went through? I had Would my. You've gone for it. There were three times in my life I had my pen poised, and things happened, huh. and I had a decision to make. It was like these cliches you hear about Hollywood. You know, all the vipers nest, and it was old school Hollywood with some horrible people. And at one point, Mark Wilson, you know, the, uh, yeah. my hero when I was a kid. 
brought me out there for some failed project, but other things happened and he was involved. And then the big producer said, signed here. Mark Wilson's cut out of this deal, by the oh. way. I go, he brought me in. He was going to be part of this. Oh. I can't, do you want it or not? And I go, I called my wife and I laid the pin down. I go, not oh. that bad. Wow. I'm not going to do that. Not that uh, bad. Because I, I was indoctrinated. I love magic. Crazy, I love dude. the people in magic. It's my family. I'm not going to stab Mark Wilson. Good for you. Yeah, man of the people. I'm not doing that to build me up, but it was like, that's what Hollywood was like. My experience. Yeah. Other people have great experiences. Yo, but give I just, me the knife. I had, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but some people want it bad enough to do that, yeah. to sell oh, a little part yeah. of their soul. And my yeah. wife's like, come home. We lived in Virginia. We're Midwesterners. We'd, I'm yeah. not going to live in L.A. and live yeah. some lifestyle and be famous. That's just not for me. You know? Yeah. That's cool. But anyway. Shit. But my life went the normal route. What's and, okay? So and I love doing magic. You're doing corporate gigs. Uh, I did for about 25, 30 years. 100, 200 shows a year type thing? or A lot of, a lot of shows, yeah. Is there, was there a point, because a lot of people who listen to this who are out there, you know, trying to make it or whatever, I always give this advice of, like, a lot of my friends, they don't charge enough, right, for what they're right. doing. Magic oh, is yeah. a rare act, especially if you're good right, and, right, and you're right, making right, it or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and I always say, like, you could charge ten times more than you're doing, do ten times less gigs, right. have more time for your family That's right. and, and That's all right. this stuff. Right. Yep. Was there a point in your life where you realized that, where you're like, yeah. God damn, I'm working too much and I'm... I have Absolutely. No time for yeah. Else. Yeah. And every time you go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jack my price up. You go, uh, you're scared. But then as soon as you do it, you realize there's a whole nother strata yeah. up there that you're cheap. Yes. You're yes. in the cheap end. And then there's five more stratas above that yes. you don't even know about yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So every time I went up, you know, you go, oh Jesus. You look around and go, why did I? But you're yeah. not ready psychologically. Yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to walk the walk and walk in and Absolutely. go. Yeah, I'm worth right. this money. And in fact, I'm worth more. I mean, it's nice to have a safety net and all this, yeah. all this. But the fact of the matter is, until you're out there charging those numbers, you're not going to be making those I numbers. I mean, my right? dad was a farmer and a factory worker, and you know, I'm, I'm coming yeah. from blue collar uh, <laughs> jeans, and so it was always tough for me to. You're charging his year's salary for <laughs> a fucking night, yeah. and you're yeah. like, I don't. Know his dad's a farmer too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about that a lot. Like he comes yeah, yeah. back, he's like, oh, just. Dude, did this gig at 10 grand, whatever it is. His dad's oh, like, dad, what? Like, hey, I think the check <laughs> went to you, Dad. Can you cash up for me? He's like, yeah. what is this? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, that was a 15-minute spot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, He's like, I'm how sorry. many bees did you have to milk? Like, whatever your dad does, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. my wife's a crack addict, so all the money went right to her, you know, heroin. Nice. And Still crack. is? Yeah. But she cooks well, to now. be fair, it went to her dealer. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's but, true. Uh, she, got, oh. she got the good stuff. Yeah, well, fuck yeah. Where can we get her crack? You want to oh, she's it? over there. Okay, yeah, if you want to pitch Ohio. it, it's a good time. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> we'll get a promo um, code. Link below. <laughs> promo code for the crack. Link below <laughs> if you want to score some great math in Ohio. Um, okay. Yeah, that's well, – hold on. I, I just find this really interesting because, you know, that threshold for a lot of people is, like, real tough. But once you do cross it and you're making bank, you're doing this, you're doing these crazy corporate shows or whatever it is you're doing, um, peak, peak 90s, let's say – what were you pulling a month? Oh, I don't talk about that. Nothing? No. It's 90s, though. It's inflation. They wouldn't even know how much that is today. No, no, I don't. I, I never. It's just a rule I've always had. I don't talk money with anybody. Nothing. Perfect. No, yeah. no. Because young guys come up with, what, what should I charge? I go, I'm not asking you, you what you charge because you could be doing 1,000 shows a month. Yeah, yeah, I know. All right, fair enough. Uh, that's all right. I don't talk money. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, just a rule Chris I've always had. Chris is trying that gotcha journalism. We'll get it out of him. Right now. Uh, I don't oh, talk money. No, it's fine. Right, it's sorry. fine. You're good. Sure, sorry, <laughs> 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 that makes your dick. All right, let's get into it. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a loose podcast. I don't oh, yeah. know if you've I noticed. never made a lot of money. Let me put it down. I'm that's not a rich fine. man. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's probably in the social media era where I am. I definitely feel like I'm more popular than I have the bank account for it. That's so I'm, I'm constantly in places where people assume mm. I'm killing it, and I'm like, yo, 
I am not. That's the it. truth about social media. A it lot is, of times, man. I'm right in the thick of where that. some people could be making totally. like all the money. Some people are just really famous. Like yeah. you look at Steve-O yeah. from Jackass, who yeah, right. like everyone knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could get this guy for five grand to like come, you know, eat his own shit at your party or whatever it was, right? Which come is crazy. Back here? Yeah, of course, man. Who you ever have anyone crazy famous in your audience? I mean, over the years, yeah, there's been people. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm not. I'm. I don't really chase after them, and I'm not a celebrity. I don't really care. That's fair. You yeah. know, we're just we're just trying to get the dirt. Yeah. I, I don't know who. <laughs> At the, I worked the Magic Castle once, and Chuck Norris came with his family. Get the he fuck out of here, Chuck Norris. And Jason Statham was just at the Circus Night <laughs> in London That's pretty fun. with his uh, son, and they loved it. And uh, who awesome. played Bane in that, uh, Batman? Oh, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy brought his daughter to the nice. circus in London. Oh, that's they cool. loved it. And I, yeah, are you and, uh, still on tour? Nicole Kidman stood up and uh, gave us a standing ovation. Hell oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Australia. Holy shit. So, you know. So that was all on. Was it for the? I've been a show called Circus Nineteen Hundred Three. I play the ring ringmaster. Yeah, that's cool. Are you still doing that's shows very, that's, like that? That's very fitting. Yeah, yeah. it's a, We just did it in London, yeah. and uh, it's going to go to the Middle East soon. And oh my god! Gonna, hopefully, hopefully they're going to retool it. We'll be traveling more. We did a whole U.S. tour. We had a residency in Vegas for six months with it. What's it we like? toured Australia. What's it like being a part of a big show? Of course, I loved it. I loved one, it. One I loved thing. it. Circus people are different from the magicians. Magicians are silo. We don't need each other. We, we're friendly, right. but we don't need them to have a career. Circus people, I need the knife thrower not to drink too much tonight. I need the oh, high wire act not to twist their ankle on the playing around on the teeter board. You know, yeah, so, it's life and death. Like all yeah, yeah, right? it's a family. I mean, sure. they really like we need each other. So it's very tight, and I love it. It's, I've never had that before in showbiz where people are really you bond. You know, it's like the showman, the 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 Great. last showman was the it? greatest showman. The greatest showman. Yeah. Like that movie, yeah, yeah. so inspiring. It's a lot like that, where like everyone's I like. I mean, it really is. We all care about each other, and uh, you know, be, you know. You being the ringleader, ringmaster. I'm ring the master. oldest one in the show, and uh, I'm the only one who talks in the show. But it's all these incredible circus acts, and they're all top of their game. You run coattails? You do the whole. I do. I took 1903, amazing. so I got the incredible mustache. Oh, and, Dude, that suits you so you, much. You should see it. No, I'll, I'll show you I pictures definitely would of love my to costume. See it. You should see it. It's a beautiful show, and the elephants are the people from Warhorse. Do our elephants because they're puppets, and wow. uh, it's a very innovative show, actually. Uh, so yeah, people love the show, and hopefully it'll get about out there and tour again. But go to circus1903.com. Circus1903.com. We'll leave the link below. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, it's so cool too because I think there's an uh, there's an allure with magicians in the sort of early yeah, 1900s. Wow, Whoa. that's you. What the hell? I know. Can you believe it? That's Holy incredible. Shit. And look at the look at the show. I mean, this. What's is, your character like? Those like? are elephants. It's it's amazing. There's three men in that. That's like Cirque du Soleil. Like. It is. It's Cirque du Soleil. Well, Cirque du Soleil owns our show. Do you right. throw an accent out when you do it? Or no, do I don't. Me, I'm I'm a combination of uh, the Wizard of Oz, uh, Basil Fawlty, because I'm meeting <laughs> kids, and W. C. Fields. Oh, so wow. it's yeah. it's just this kind of uh, you know. Friendly, cranky uh, ringmaster. Beautiful, oh, but it's fun. It's uh, it's an old school show. It's like what if the circus came to town in 1903? And you do ma you do magic as well. I do magic. Yeah. I do comedy. I do you know, and I introduce the acts and you know all that kind of stuff. Uh, I have fantastic. a couple big set pieces. And how long does the show run? Uh, it's like I an hour and a half. Hours with two hours. Yeah. yeah. Great. Damn. It's a big show. I would love to see that. We were at the, uh, I mean, we opened at the Sydney Opera House uh, in 2016, wow. and we've. Played Broadway, we sure. played the Pantages in LA and God. everything in between, and it's a big show. Wild. Yeah, and the uh, Royal Festival Hall for the last four years in uh, London. 
Although last year we did the Ohio. Do you are uh, you living out the there Ohio. while this is happening? Or are you traveling back home? I was living uh, in Vegas for a while and then on tour. I lived on tour and, and, your, fa- and your family's still back at home. Yeah, and, yeah. They, you're, you're, yeah, you're my kids are old enough now. They live out by themselves. They're out, They're out themselves. of the house. Yeah. And my wife comes with me sometimes, but she's sure. she's busier than me, yeah. so you know she does her stuff. Yeah. That's why uh, we've the, been married 40 years. Well, that's travel. the thing. I, mean, yeah. I was going to say, she has <laughs> yeah, to be used yeah. to you hitting the road. Oh, yeah. Like, you've that's had the those, rhythm of our life. Yeah. You've, but you've had, you've got to a point in your relationship. Like, at one point, there was probably, like, you had to have the talk. When she like, drove me to the uh, airport for my last trip, she was whistling. And I was like, I didn't know you could whistle. <laughs> you know, because I've been home for COVID for two years. <laughs> she's like whistling, taking me to the airport. Oh wow! Uh, I Chris, so happy because my wife's a flight attendant, so I only see oh, her about really? ten days a month. Right? Oh wow! I do this job. Really? She's a really? Yeah, so we, are, we have the same thing. Crazy. When COVID happened, I was like, I was like, what's your middle name? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. And it was wild. <laughs> oh my I, God. I thought the COVID was going to end us. Turns out, fucking no problem. We actually like each other, which is yeah, great. Yeah, that that's But it's turned out nice. It's kind of refreshing, though. Going away is nice. Coming home is nice. It, you when get a I good come home, uh, if I'm more home for more than two weeks, especially when the kids were young, <laughs> and I start getting a beard and stuff, and they go, uh, we do stuff when you're gone. You know, we have this other <laughs> life, and we're missing it. Could you go away now for a couple weeks? <laughs> That's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. It's tough to have a family and be a traveling performer. Well, there's, yeah, yeah there's that, and then there's, like, all the other pressures of, like, I mean, today, you probably don't have to deal with this as much, but, like, the social media aspect yeah, I it's, don't know anything about it. Yeah. It's not my world. But it's I, it's a fucking hassle yeah. uh, for a lot of people yeah. because you have to live this other life. You swim in that playground, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you do. And just living that double life is kind of difficult and tricky to navigate because, like, also mentally and, you know, like, on yourself because you have this standard you have to attain for these How people. How much do you give? Yeah, and then you're disappointing people and there's all this pressure of, like, this, like, let's be honest, like a fake life. It's not even real. Like, it's not actually no, yeah, physical. Uh, so, yeah, it is tough to juggle that, plus juggling traveling and, and, and everything else. The world has um, changed, and, you know, I'm pretty old school, uh, the, my, the way I look at what I do and, yeah. and how I do it and stuff. Yeah. But I understand that there's this, you know, there's a new, uh, you know, I meet magicians and people, performers yeah. and so forth. They have a whole life that I never, I don't understand and I never lived. Correct. You know. And I, yeah. I think I've, I it's think. It's amazing. It's moving so fast. Like, I'm close yeah. to 40. Uh, I think we're, we're, like, kind of, like, in between where I've had a life before Internet. And yeah. I've had a life after, but yeah. I've kind of transitioned well. And you have, yeah. I, 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 can, I can navigate it. I know it's hip and everything else. But um, I also have that in the back of my head that, oh, this is all a ruse. This is all sort of this crazy mirage right. that I have to well, be aware have, of. You have a healthy attitude because you did yeah. have a life before. Yes, yeah. correct. And I've exactly. had shitty jobs, like yeah. a shit ton of, you right. know, uh, I was, you know, was empty tampon boxes at water parks. It was great. Yeah. Uh, that was after you got famous. That was <laughs> last night. Uh, but it was, uh, you know, and then you come into that, you know, with a mindset. I'm lucky because after I only started getting, you know, popular in this type of thing after I was 30. So I'd already accumulated some life experience. Right. A lot of kids. Put in context. Yeah, I know. It's I've seen I don't young know people how get they famous too fast and they can't handle it. Yeah, they, they don't know who they are yet. No. And then they're exactly telling right. people who they are with these pictures and videos <laughs> and stuff. Know. And they don't even know who they are yet. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad that, that you're here on this podcast. I'm glad that you're around and, and you're able to, you know, part... Uh, Partially, just give, no, give well, your own Well, you know nuggets. what? You're, you're a bridge to a lot of these kids out there. Yeah. You are a bridge uh, to them to and then to guys like me. You know what I mean? You are. Mm-hmm. And when you go on, you do your podcast and people watch you sure. and you talk to me. Or you go on like, uh, you, did, you did a thing, a uh, wonderful magician, uh, Ben Earl from 
you know, the UK. A lecture we did, yeah. For the UK. You, did, you came on and did a lecture, and you, like, right. brought your audience sure. to meet Ben and all the other guys and yes. so forth. And I just think it's cool. Yeah, thank you. I, I do as well. As, as, much as, as much as the Internet is not, you know, not in... Not in the nicest light for a lot of magicians, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I, I like to be Some the person. Some people feel threatened. Yes, exactly. By, by the constant change. Yeah. I don't. I embrace it. Great. I love it. I like that. Yeah. yeah. You're aware of the impact you have on all magicians, right? People say that, and I'm mm. not. You're not. Okay. <laughs> I was like, after talking <laughs> I've been told that. I, go, right now, like, I don't think you really well, People come up to me and go, when I was 12, I go, Jesus, what did I do? Uh, <laughs> <you> <laughs> know? Oh, no, no. It's a, I go, because uh, I did a lot of crazy shit at magic conventions. Yeah. I mean, really crazy. And... Uh, <laughs> the stories come back to me now later in life, and it's like that's not nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and some that's, of the lore. Of yeah, that was, that was uncouth. Hey, like, uncouth. I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. Told I would be someone, canceled today. Yeah. yeah. I heard yeah. you paid someone to be like, to, to, when you're in a room with David Copperfield, be like, David, <laughs> and walk by Copperfield and shake your hand. And no, like no, no, no. Hear all this lore. There's a story like with that. you and Copperfield though. Someone told me. It's like ask him. Someone said I forget who. They're like ask him about his story. We with were at FISM in Lausanne, Switzerland, 1981. Right. He was the big star there. He had a model on his arm, and he was. He was great. He was being David Copperfield. And uh, they were going to, about to do the opening ceremony uh, for the big international magic convention. And they had all these. And Eric S., when the president of FISM, a very boring little guy from Holland, and he <laughs> speaks five languages, his big thing is he comes out and says hello in ten languages. Oh, it's and, then, and then they have this opening. <laughs> That's their opening. Nice. And they're all backstage ready to go. Mark Mitten, who's a magician <laughs> from New York, has this incredible radio voice. And we found a live mic. And uh, <laughs> just before the curtains opened. We run down there, and I give him the mic. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, the magic of David Copperfield as the thing's going up. And Eric S. was saying that in his little, you know, Sears suit. No. What the fuck? You know, <laughs> so great. That was the opening of the convention, and it got worse from there. Oh, it's it so got good. worse from there. Oh. It got worse. We just, oh, we were just praying. I mean, God, it was, it was a free-for-all. But the thing, the story that everybody talks about was... I did the close-up show, and I was crazy. I was throwing kids in dumpsters. And it was just—it <laughs> was, was over the top. Horrible. Something, like Eric. Yeah, you sound like everybody Eric. You sound like everybody Eric. Yeah, I was crazy. Uh-huh. And uh, anyway, we're in the <laughs> lobby. David Copperfield comes through, and there's a huge crowd, hundreds of people. This was Rudy Kobe's idea. He knew a girl from Spain. She's up on the balcony, and she goes, "Oh my God, it's David!" And David Copperfield looks up, and the crowd parts as she, beautiful girl, runs down the stairs, and he Perfect. has his model on the arm, and he's like, I'm sorry, this happens all the time. And he extends his arms to receive this woman who's running towards I love you, David, oh, my God. Runs right past him into my arms, you know, <laughs> starts kissing me. Oh, my God. He's not used to having 100 people point and laugh 100%. at him. 100%. Oh, uh, no. Yes. You know, but it's Did cool. Did you see we, his face in that moment? Yeah, he smiled. He had this smile, and he, he kind of uh, said... Very funny. Very <laughs> the only reason it was fun because I knew it was cool because the night before we had knocked on his door, and when he opened his door, we hit him, doused him with water balloons, <laughs> and he chased us down the hall, laughing in his uh, t-shirt, chasing us. No, because nobody did that. Yeah. Right. Nobody treated him like yep. one of the guys. Exactly. Yeah. So that's all we did. All that's weekend. amazing. And it was it was fun. And we I'm I'm friends with. I I, I, I felt think he's a great I guy. felt the same way with David when when yeah. when I chat with David. Um, on you know several occasions where he's called me or he's like we've hung out a little yeah. bit, I've always kind of like I'm not gonna, I'm gonna suck his dick or anything like so yeah, you yeah know, he's I, a great guy yeah he's and, a great he's a magic I'll, you know, I'll, like shit on him, I'll shit on him about his jet I'm like it's not a he could have got a real plane like yeah. type thing and he loves that because every time I've seen David 
in public with other magicians. So like yeah. at Kenner's house, like yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at the parties and stuff. Um, wonderful magicians will show him the best of the best, like the yeah. best magic right. to come out of you know the convention. Right. And he'll sit there like this. Yeah. And he goes, very nice. Yep. That was very nice. Thank you very much. Yeah. And then he'll go to the car. And as soon as the door closes, uh, and he's with Kenner, he'll go, what the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How the hell? Yeah, who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> well, he was great to me when I was uh, coming up. And he used to come to the castle and laugh the hardest. And, yeah. and uh, he was always so generous. And when my dad, I'd tell stories about cop- people have Copperfield stories. And some of them are like, not nice. Because, yeah. you know, they feel slighted or something like that. Yes. You know, because everybody, you know, somebody famous. Sure. But, you know, he was always nice to me. I, I did a, I did a, uh, crazy trick at a magic convention once uh, they said do the comedy club next year at the IBM thing I go I, I do close up I don't do comedy you got a year I go okay a year later I go fuck I have 48 hours you know <laughs> so I made up this trick in my head at night I was laughing my wife woke me up and I made underwear change place on two kids you know oh I wow took, I took a kid you can't do that today <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can but Chris Hansen will be yeah, there as exactly well right <laughs> restart this right but anyway uh but so it was good. fantastic. All right, hey, we won't hold you up anymore, man. Um, a pleasure. You've been such a sweetheart hanging oh, out with us. Oh, of course, Dude. of course. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Of yours, man. Thank you so this, much. You, you made our whole convention by just chatting with us. That's uh, bullshit. I know this. it, but thank you. No, it is. No, it's true. No, uh, I we was nervous we talking to you. I yeah, I was up. like, yesterday, <laughs> I was like, yo, what if fucking David Woods would do this? I'm like, Chris, he doesn't even know my name. He's like, he won't after anyways. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, David Williamson. We'll link to thank your you, show uh, below. You guys can check it out. And anybody's interested in magic, yes, I got another little project. If you okay, want. okay. it's called Slight School. I te- it's a community oh, yes. of magicians. I we we get together one and we do we geek out. It's for enthusiasts, magic uh, and, and sleight of hand enthusiasts. Slight.school. Just go there, check it Slight. out. Yeah. Slight.school. We'll check put the link out. in the description, guys. Check it out. Show uh, show David some love. Thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to tell three friends, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Down in the barrel, there's a naked man A stupid drunk with a bottle in his hands Along came a brother from another town Took one look and he jumped right down To the bottom of the barrel, bottom of the barrel Where we always feel so tall Bottom of the barrel, bottom of the barrel Cause the barrel is only too small Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.